Hey guys, thanks for joining me today on the Dad Code Podcast. Real dads, real talk, no BS. Got a special edition of the Dad Code Podcast today. We're going to kind of combine windshield talk and coach dad today. Been very busy over the last few days. I'm going to just kind of cram everything together here. Um, had player evaluations this past weekend. Can't wait to share with you some of the experiences that I've had and experienced there, as well as uh, kind of uh, we're gonna. I, I guess what we're gonna talk about today is is how do you be coach dad or how do you be coach and dad at the same time. Uh, but before we get started, go ahead and share this uh, podcast with anybody that you think might gain some value out of this. Um, if you don't know who we are, we're the Dad Code Podcast. We talk about anything and everything that has to do with being a dad, a brother, husband, father, um, anything that you can think of. The good, the bad, the ugly. Uh, today we're going to be talking about Coach Dad, so we're going to be talking about you know coaching and, and how that relates to uh, developing our, our children and things like that. But uh, anyways, yeah, go ahead, give us a follow on, on your favorite podcasting platform. Really appreciate you guys. All right, let's jump right in. So, had player evaluations this weekend for baseball, the upcoming baseball season. Really excited about this. This is one of the things that I look forward to every year. Um, and for those of you who don't uh, maybe know or haven't, don't know the backstory here, you know, I, I played uh, high-level high school baseball and uh, played some college, some junior college, that is, uh, baseball, and was pretty good there, too. But uh, uh, I, I was always the dad that never said that I was going to be a coach. I just never saw myself as being a coach for some reason. And then whenever my son uh, got into t-ball, you know, after two years of the first two years of t-ball went maybe not so great just because the the level of coaching and the the, the level of give a crap uh, from the uh, from the coaches were were not exactly where I thought it could have been uh, I decided to step in uh, uh, and coach along me along with a, a buddy of mine so this uh, this kind of led to what we do now um, I, um, it's just something that I can't see myself not doing now. And it's probably going to lead to me not only coaching baseball, but probably basketball in the future. And whatever else my son wants to participate in, I will probably be there to help guide him and his friends. But fast forward here uh, to this weekend. So leading up to this weekend... Um, I gotta tell you how humbling it has been to have so many families that want to be a part of what I'm trying to do as a coach and what I'm trying to teach kids um, as they grow up, as they mature. Um, I've had no fewer than 10 families reach out to me personally and wanting to know what they can do to uh, be able to uh, be on our team this year and 
to be honest with you, it is touching. It very much is. I again, you. I have to stress to you. I never thought that I would be a coach. Needless, you know. Never, nonetheless, a youth coach. I just didn't think that I would be able to have the patience for it. But I can tell you, if there's one thing God is teaching me through me coaching these young men, it is patience. It's it is understanding. It's it's the ability to be able to talk directly to the kid, to to coach the kid, not just to yell the instruction or yell the concept. It it, it means a lot to me that what I'm trying to do, how I'm trying to do it, is resonating such with kids that kids want to come back and play with me and families want their kids to come play with me. It means so much uh, to the point to where, honestly, whenever I looked down at my phone leading into this weekend before evaluations that, you know, I see 10 or 12 messages and then, golly, it, it brings tears to my eyes just talking about it now. It's, uh, it's, you end up being a family with a lot of these kids. And, and, you know, I grow very attached to these kids, um, on an emotional level. And it's not just having to do with their skills on the field. It's, it's also got a lot to do with, um, just the bond that is created between player and coach. Um, and being able to, you know, just wanting to see how far, these kids can push it whenever it comes to not just their skills, but as far as blossoming as young men. So I've had a lot of, anyways, I'm back to the story here. So I, I had a lot of parents reach out to me and, and it's very touching, like I said. Uh, and, you know, evaluations, you know, I'm only allowed to keep five up front, which I've already got my five that I've, they've played together for the last, you know, four or five years. And, as long as they want to keep playing together, we're going to keep playing together, and I'm not going to tell them no. And, you know, if one of them decides they, they don't want to play with us anymore or they don't want to play baseball anymore, heaven forbid, then we will, you know, that's great. I'll do whatever I got to do to help make them successful moving forward, and we'll, you know, we'll add someone else into the five. But going into this evaluation, it's uh, – I was I was reflecting on looking at this because there's there's probably a hundred parents standing around about twenty coaches and you know they're watching us watch their kids and it kind of it kind of dawned on me that you have two different sets of eyes here that are watching these evaluations you have the eyes of a parent who love their kid, who would do anything for them, uh, even maybe, you know, want things for them that aren't really realistic. You know, they want the best for their kids. They would do anything for them, you know. And they they kind of have the, well, it's not kind of, they do. They have the rose-colored glasses on. They aren't uh, maybe necessarily... Uh, seeing things the exact same way that the coaches are because the coaches are looking the effective coaches anyway are looking not just at 
you know, the skill level of a kid, you know, at least I'm not. What I'm looking at here is I'm looking, yes, I'm looking at skill level. Do they have skill? That's part of it. I want to look and see, is this kid having fun doing this? Is this some? Is this a kid that, that looks like he's just out there to appease his parents who maybe are living vicariously through their children? Um, I look for that. I look for, I look for hustle. I look for effort. You know, I mean, my two big things. There are two things that we can really control when we're playing sports. It's attitude and effort. Those are two things that I look at big time. Uh, so, and, and I don't know if a lot of coaches were watching this exact same thing that I am. And, you know, that's on them if they aren't. But I'm also watching these kids as they leave the evaluation. I'm watching them go over to their parents. I'm watching their interaction between them. Because I've always said, you know, I don't just want good kids. I want good families. You know, and that's not to pass judgment on anybody, but I mean, what I want is I want supportive parents. Let me clarify that very, very quickly. The big thing that I want are supportive parents. Because I believe that as a coach, we have the ability to push these kids, push other people's kids, to push maybe our own kids. I have trouble with that, but we'll talk about that later. Uh, we have the ability to push kids farther than parents. And there's a reason for that. You know, uh, my assistant Jason and I, uh, we kind of have this understanding that when it comes to coaching our own kids, we will coach our own kids up to a point. But when it gets to a certain point, we have to pass it off to the other coach because if you kind of have to get after a kid a little bit to make him understand or maybe I'm not a big yeller I don't yell at kids I really don't yell at all uh, because I just don't think they understand it at this age uh, but if we have to get after a kid if we have to kind of push a little bit we'll say we pass it off to the other coach because it hurts way less whenever that kind of stuff comes from coach as opposed to when it comes from dad. So that leads that leads me into how do you how do you balance this? How do you be coach and dad? Uh, it's all because you know giving you the description that I just gave you it's almost like it's a bit of an oxymoron. Coach dad because, um, again, a lot of stuff comes a lot easier whenever it comes from coach rather than when it comes from dad. It hurts a lot less. It's kind of understood that coach is going to kind of push you a little bit. You know, I, I tell parents at the beginning of every season, well, let me, let me rephrase that. I'm not going to act like I just came up with this, but... Last year was the first year that I did this, and it was the response to it was very positive. At the beginning of every year, I sit down with all the parents, and I tell them that I'm not going to take it easy on kids. 
I have expectations and the expectations are expected to be met I make it I make it very clear to both player and parent that the standard is high in life you're not going to be able to avoid standards you're not going to be able to avoid expectations uh, you're going to have to be able to step up when it's time to step up you're going to have to face your fears or maybe do something you're not very good at and you're going to have to be bad at it for a while before you start to get better I make them understand that that they're going to get upset and it's okay because again I'm not a yeller I'm not here to degrade somebody I'm not here to yell just because I like to hear myself yell I don't really like I said I'm not a yeller at all actually but we're not doing kids any favors by letting them think that everything's going to come easy to them and if you know if they're not if they're not just automatically the best player you know when they walk out on the field then that means they can't play baseball that means they can't do something cuz it's just not true and every parent should be able to agree with that and go along with it and so far everybody has responded really well with it because you know we're still at the age right now where we still have some some tears every now and then never something doesn't go our way but I make a rule with them I, I'm, I tell them I said you're it's not that you're not allowed to be upset you're allowed to be upset what it what we're trying to teach these kids is being able to manage our emotions and as parents we really want to be able to coddle them in those times whenever their emotions are, are running high we want to be able to you know that's the automatic default is that we want to you know hold our babies whenever they're crying or whenever they're maybe not succeeding and tell them it's going to be okay well when your coach you can't tell them that it's a, it's okay. It's not okay. The standard is high. But that's okay. The standard is high, but if you strive to meet that standard and you do meet that standard, it helps you grow not only as a player but as a person. I try my best, you know, as a coach to be able to teach these kids something, not just baseball. Because, I mean, sports are, you know, they're repetition stuff. I mean, yeah, I mean, I can give you all kinds of drills to run. But if you don't know how to properly put forth your effort and properly manage your time to be able to get the most out of these drills, you're not going to be able to get anything out of it. So, it's really... The getting a parent's buy-in, letting them know that, you know, I am struggling with the exact same thing being a coach and being dad. I'm right there with them. Uh, I think it, it, it has gone over really well so far in the spring, in the two seasons that I've had these conversations in spring and in fall. Uh, the parents have received it very well and um, I, I just really can't wait to 
to find out who our team's going to be this year. We actually have our draft coming up tomorrow night. Yep. Um, and, you know, going along with the theme of how do you balance being coach and being dad, you know, there's probably going to be some feelings hurt with the, the upcoming draft. And, you know, the way that they do it, you know, the kids that show up to be evaluated by the coaches, they have to be drafted. So the tough part is, is I have parents who really, 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 really want to be a part of our team. And the reality is, is that I might not be able to accommodate that. Uh, either A through it may be that their child has already been picked by the time it's my turn to pick or you know there's this other thing that's going that that has to go on is I ha- the, the team has needs and their child may not meet those needs um, but I, I do appreciate their dedication to their children and their desire to want to be a part of our family again and and I want them to be but I have to do this is another hard part about being a coach versus being a parent as a parent. Yeah. I want, I want this kid and I want his dad cause his dad's a great help. His, his dad's a great friend. You know, I, I, I love the kid's family. You know, his older brother helps out a lot too. I even help him, you know, with some pitching drills and things like that for his, I think he's 14 or 15. So it's like, the parent in me is like, yeah, we need, we got to get them in here. We got to pick them first. But the reality is, as coach, I'm, I have to step back and I have to say, I do want them, but the team has needs that have to be met first, and I have to meet those needs first. And you hope that there's no fit hard feelings. I don't think there will be. Um, it'll be a great experience, I think, for everybody regardless. But... I I want to um, share with you a little personal story that my son and I um, experienced. Um, uh, when was it? Maybe a few days ago, a few days before the draft, uh, the evaluations. So we went to the to the park. It was open fields, so. We hopped on a field and did some hitting. You know, we had hit a couple times before that, and he had actually really shocked me how much stronger he had gotten and how much skill he had maintained because he was still ripping the ball pretty well. But we went out there this particular day, and let's just say the struggle bus was out. We, We were struggling a little bit, making contact and hitting and, you know, he had some factors again. him. Here comes the parent in me talking, you know, making excuses for him. Uh, this particular field, this time of day, is kind of tough to play on because the, the sun is almost directly in the, the hitter's eye. But um, anyways, moving forward. So, yeah, we he hit some. I, I wouldn't say he hit his best by far. Um, he took some good swings. He doesn't see that, but as a coach, I see him taking good swings, and I like that. Uh, he, I could tell that he was bothered a little bit. 
So we went out in the outfield. The grass was a little bit damp, so this was like the perfect place for big old fat coach to teach his son how to slide. So I'm out there sliding around, trying to teach him how to slide. He, uh, he, he gets it. He's enjoying it. But I could still tell something was kind of bothering him. And these are things we have to pay attention to, not only as parents, but, but as coaches as well. And I would highly encourage you all who are coaching parents, meaning you're coaching and you have a child on the team, to pay attention to this. Because it finally came to a point where we sat down on the outfield grass. And I said, look, bud, I can tell something's bothering you. I need you to talk to me and tell me what's going on, you know. And he, he did a lot of hemming and hawing and didn't really, I could tell he, it was, it was like he just didn't want to tell me. And my intuition in this situation um, ended up being correct. And it was, um, he was afraid. I just asked him flat out. I said, are you afraid that you're going to get out in front of everybody and you're not going to be as good as everybody else? And he just looks at me. I could tell he was kind of welling up a little bit. And he said, yeah, with a little shaky voice like he was getting upset. And I, and I told him, I said, son, the fact that you're worried about that means two things. Number one, it means that daddy, because in this moment I'm dad, it means that daddy hasn't done a very good job of explaining to you that there's nothing that you or any one of your friends that play on this team can do to make you make me love you any less. And I, I had to let him know that, you know, you're always going to be my son. And I will love you more than anything in this world. And there's nothing that happens on a baseball field that will ever change how much I love him. And that made him feel good. We had the, the big hug and everything. But I also told him, because now I have to switch into coach mode. <laughs> The fact that you're worried about not being as good as your, your friends at this also tells me that you want to be good. And that's a good thing. It's okay to want to be really good. It's okay to want to be better than your friends. That kind of stuff, whenever I was growing up, that was, that was just the way it was. I always wanted to be better than my best friend. We were each other's measuring stick. And then whenever we would... Uh, oh Lord, I hate loud cars. Unnecessarily loud cars. Anyway, so uh, we would always use each other as a measuring stick. And once we, once we would improve so much that we were better than the other, then we would find someone else that we would try to improve beyond. I just told him, I said, look, right now you're rusty. 
said, we've seen, we've seen you hit. I know you can hit. I know you can play baseball well. And as long as you want to keep playing baseball, we'll keep playing. But I said, if we're going to play, we're going to be the best we can be. And that's all that I want from you is for you to try your hardest. I want you to try to be the best you can be no matter what you're doing, no matter if you're, you know, bowling, no matter if you're playing baseball or basketball or you're playing putt-putt golf. The main thing that every father, that every coach wants to see from their son and player or their child and player is for them to try to be and ultimately be the best that they can be because this this is a whole conversation that I end up inevitably having no matter with what age group or what group of kids I always end up having the same conversation whenever we run up against a team that maybe is physically more mature than we are or maybe they're just flat out better than we are on paper we got to focus on what we're doing and stop comparing ourselves to, to other people. You know, we're the, our team is the Braves, and I say we play, we play Braves baseball. We don't play whatever that other team's baseball is over there. I said, I, I don't care what they're doing over there. I care about what we're doing. I care about care about are we doing the things that we work on are we doing the things that we're trying to get better at that's all I care about and then like I said inevitably it's literally almost every single game I have the conversation that I don't care what the scoreboard says I want to know did we get better because the reality is, is if you get better you will ultimately win a lot of games anyways guys so being coach being dad it's a fine balance i think that ultimately if you build enough trust with families with assistant coaches with kids uh, the ability to be dad and to be coach at the same time you can do it it's hard sometimes it's, it hurt. I'm not going to tell you it's going to be easy to switch off the, the dad mode. I'm not going to tell you that it's going to be easy to switch off the coach mode either. But I can tell you that if you slow down, if you slow down and become slow to speak with these kids, try to have some substance to what you're doing, try to have some... Uh, methodology on how you handle certain things I'm telling you being a coach is it, it at least for me has been one of the most if not the most rewarding things next to being a father that I've ever experienced but guys really appreciate you checking out this podcast today like I said kind of combined windshield talk and uh, uh coach dad as I am in my car uh, as I'm recording this but I'll get it uploaded for you guys ASAP a lot of spring sports are getting ready to rev up guys get your kids out there get them signed up for sports if they still can if they are signed up for sports everybody get ready get focused everybody have as much fun as possible this spring love you guys talk at you next time